here we are for another installment of The Hype and the Hope. And I'm Shari. Oh, and I'm Mike. Hello, hello. It's been, what, a couple of weeks? Yeah, we had a bit of a break. Here we are back with brand new pop filters. <laughs> Can you tell? Should we make some very pee noises? Plosive noises? Peter Piper, about his... I heard he picked a peck of pickled peppers, was it? Possibly. What kind of peppers do you think those peppers were? They would have been picante, though, wouldn't they? Oh, and perhaps a bit picanio. Possibly. Another another episode. And this is a bit of a different episode, really, because in this case, we didn't really have a clear game that we decided not to get. No, so we're going to talk about a couple of things that we've decided to add to the collection. One board game and one something board game adjacent. And then we'll dither a little bit about what maybe could have tempted us, but actually didn't tempt us too much. But I know it's very popular. And then, as always, we'll look at something in our collection that we did finally get to the table. Which sat, yeah, sat there, almost became shelf of shame fodder, really. Almost. It was really on the border. Yeah, yeah. Not quite, but nearly. So let's get into that first game. So what would you have said the chances are that I was going to want to acquire this game? 100%. Why is that? And it would have been a cash bet because Great Western Trail is your favorite game. Yes, it As is. As I saw on Favorite Game Friday, it is also your favorite game to teach. Yes, it is because it is really great yeah. and Western and yeah. a trail. And becoming increasingly West, well, Southern. And But despite a lackluster, well, I'm not going to say lackluster, perhaps a less than optimal experience with Great Western Trail Argentina, I still know that you're all in on Great Western Trail, New Zealand. Yes, I am, absolutely. And don't get me wrong, I, I share some of your misgivings about Argentina. I mean, it's still a great game. Did I, you notice I picked the very worst word to describe Great Western Trail, Argentina? If there's one thing it does not lack is luster. Yes, it's um, the, it's very shiny and uh, very like literally shiny. <laughs> yeah, it's like you just about need to wear sunglasses when you're playing it. I'm not sure what the design decision was. And unfortunately, though, there's not a lot out about Great Western Trail New Zealand. The one board we've seen was picking up the lights, which you never see in other board game videos. So I, I don't what's know. Going it on? looks like they've sort of painted egg whites on it and dried mm. it. You know, kind of like in the Mr. Bean movie when he replaces. Oh. But. Uh, I think one of the issues I had with Great Western Trail Argentina is it just did not feel particularly different. There was the boats, but I don't know that I absolutely adored that mechanism. That I didn't feel like it was any better than the trains and um, not particularly more interesting. It was fine. But the, the main issue I had with it was just the graphic design. I mean, people right. say that the everyone loves to hate on the original one. And, you know, say what you like about the box art. Yeah, it is a bit serious and grim. I, I didn't... And robotic, uncanny, valley, etc. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I didn't feel like the actual board had any issues whatsoever. And now Argentina has given us this sort of really sort of tan brown... People talk about beige. It's yeah, but almost they yellow. They talk board. about shiny beige. <laughs> it is a, a yellow. It's like old linoleum. I might that's just been polished be. Up. I might just be showing my age here, but I have real trouble following where the actual trail is when we're playing on Great Western Trail Argentina. But but this isn't about Great Western Trail Argentina. No, this is about the hope for Great Western Trail New Zealand, and we. We do like Great Western Trail Argentina. Oh, we do. It's a great game. I mean, it's still, like, fantastic. And it's... if Great Western Trail didn't exist, it would probably be one of my favourite games. But um, 
I um, don't see it replacing Great so, Western Trail. But w- other than completionism mm-hmm. and variations on your favourite, yep. what's attracting you to Great Western Trail? Well, sheep, obviously. Sheep are always appealing, aren't they? I How mean, winsome are the sheep on the cover? They are. And, you know, as someone who doesn't eat sheep in any way, because I, I, I always find lamb a bit strong tasting, although people tell me it's not. Um, it's one of those things I didn't eat as a kid. And mm. uh, despite the fact that my mum used to cook lamb, lamb chops all the time, probably because she used to cook lamb chops all the time and I did not enjoy them. Um, I can be smug that I don't eat them. So anything about <laughs> sheep or ducks or other animals that I do not consume. You don't eat the cute I things. I can feel good about it. Um, but you also don't eat cauliflower, which is no. so ugly. Yeah, and I don't want to play a game about cauliflower or broccoli. Um, or sprouts. But um Well, you play herbaceous sprouts, but That's true. <laughs> um, so I think I guess the thing that obviously it's a fister game, so how, how could it possibly be bad? Uh, and um, I just find the sheep really appealing. You know, when we go to the, um, there's a um, agricultural fair here in Western Australia that happens every year called the Perth Royal Show. And if you're in the States, it's kind of, it's not just a fair, it's like a state fair. It's a big once a year deal with rides and yeah. exhibitions and stuff like Would that. Would you say it's like, is it as big as a state fair? Or? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, and it's huge. I mean, it takes you, what, like 15, 20 minutes to walk across You don't the always see it all in one day. No, day. no, it, it's, it's, it's gargantuan. I mean, although the last couple of years due to COVID, it's been pared down a bit, but I expect it'll be back in full swing this year, and I think we'll probably go to it this time. Yeah, um, absolutely. And... Um, and we've seen some... I always enjoy seeing the sheep yeah. there. You know, they have the different animals. I mean, when, when you're kids, all you want to do is go on the rides and get the show bags and, and so forth. But as adults... Show bags just being full of plastic toys and candy. Well, they used to be, years ago when the they first came out, they were called sample bags. And companies would put their, you know, sweets and lollies and so forth. Um, lollies, that's candy to Americans. Uh, into the bags. And I think they used to be either free or really cheap. And people would, you know, get them to find out what But now the, they know. Now they know. And that's, <laughs> you get like... Um, you know, a few dollars worth of chocolate and, and sweets and some really cheap toy that Like an inflatable the, hammer. That they say is like a $9 value, yeah. And, and, but anyway, this shape of the And then they show. also have the adult show bags. It'll be a couple hundred dollars of premium artisanal nuts or yes, spa not, products. Not, or we don't mean adult in that way. Although I think I've seen some things that are on the border there as well. Absolutely. But um speaking of sheep, yeah, the sheep. And the border Lester, who I believe adorns the cover of this, were we not seeing that? Yeah, yeah. How many sheep can you name? Sheep varieties. Oh, Merino, Border Lester, so South Merino Down, is Suffolk. Like, wait, wait, wait. Well, first of all, the speed with which you had that list ready is showing off Australia. I've learned this. We ride on the sheep's back. At the Perth Royal Show, yes, is the number one exporter of wool in the world. Yeah, we have a lot of sheep. So why isn't it Great Western Trail Australia? I don't know. Probably because it was greener and they wanted to use a green board, which which in many ways is probably a good decision because it makes it easier to see. I've seen the board. Despite and, the shine. Yeah, yeah. So Merino, I think, must be the number one Australian sheep. At least it is as a crocheter for wool. I don't yeah. know about well, for other... Well, New Zealand are famous for sheep as mm. well. I mean, oh, of course, we have yeah. the a whole... Um, friend, There's that black sheep movie. The friendly rivalry across the um, Tasman Sea, you know, where we refer to them as the sheep. Um, Dude, I don't know. Something Austin Powers would say. <laughs> and um, and it's and it's sibilant. Did but you uh, mention, is it pronounced Chevriot? Chevriot? That 
sheep. Yeah, I forgot That's about that one. That's a pretty sheep. Yeah, there, there's some pretty... I saw that one at the show. Pretty attractive sheep. And around. realized I had opinions about sheep. And they have love a lamb, so you can pat the lambs. Pat the lambs, yeah. Sheep, and... sheep are good. And I just think it looked really interesting. And, and I didn't realize until watching a you know a little bit of a mini rundown of what to expect that the trail seems to half be in water. That's new. Yeah, because it looks small. Uh, I mean, unless that's the section where you send them off. I don't don't think so, because, of course, that's what you do in Argentina. You go to the ports. But it looked like, because we said, isn't that a really short trail? There were hardly any spaces. But it did look, from looking up out of the corner of my eye, that some of it Uh, involves a sea I mean, personally, I could have gone a Great Western Trail, Oceania, you know. (laughs) But but, But it comes to Perth and... Yeah, absolutely. Now, are we exporting sheep because controversial live export, or are we exporting wool? Because I believe in this game, you are it making wool, wool. Wool related, but who knows? Maybe there's there's a mate issue, you know, a mate yeah. option in there too. I haven't looked enough, but I think um, I think the thing that's exciting me and what I'm hoping about is. This one just looks a bit more tangibly different from Great Western Trail and Great Western Trail Argentina. And um, I don't think Argentina really, I mean, obviously I'm going to own it, you know, we're going Mm. to own it, but it doesn't feel like a must own. Whereas this one to me does, it looks different. Uh, You've got those special cards, you know, you have the sort of border collie sheep dog and a few other sort of... Some sort of kingfisher we saw. Yeah, that that add a different element to the the game. And you flip the building tiles at some point during the game. Yeah. So they actually change, your trail will change. See, it actually looks like they've had longer to think about the design for this one. And and, um, perhaps it's more substantially different. Um, How about you? I mean, I've dominated. It is my favorite game. (laughs) It is your favorite game. I've always loved the game. Interesting, I think you get four types of workers a shearer yeah don't, don't I, we have four in argentina maybe i think maybe yeah i can't remember i'm going to be honest i respect argentina but i'm not sure why i'd bring it out when there's great western trail that is easier to see yeah yeah i agree so so that's a completionist thing perhaps for me as well um i like the yarn aspect now all the things you said i i don't know that i can think of anything else i'm sort of looking at my notes over here and I think you covered it. Sheep are cute. And you know, when we play Great Western Trail, I always take my cows on a trip, perhaps to California. Yeah. And there's yeah, no the cows meat aren't involved. Eaten in version <laughs> yes. of Great Western Trail. We're just out having a road trip and a good time. So I think the sheep and I will enjoy. And we can't call you a hypocrite. No. And so I think the sheep and I will have a good time and we'll have. Um, you know, we'll be perhaps stocking the yarn shops across the Southern Hemisphere well, or uh, some such. Well, we've already touched on the fact. You know the the graphic design here. It just isn't so muddy, and it um, the green lends it a really crisp and clear look. You know, mm. if it can just beat that sort of high gloss sheen that it seems to have, I think we'll be all right. And I just want to know why. I want let I want the game to shine in ways other than the literal. <laughs> Now, as for other things coming to our collection, so I wasn't sure if we should talk about Great Western Trail New Zealand because there was no decision really involved. It was happening. But we did decide to add something to our gaming collection that I really hemmed and hawed on because it felt like I was opening a door to becoming a certain type of person, an RPG playing person. And as usual, I said, just get it. Yeah, <laughs> whatever. That's pretty much how things go. <laughs> Retail so. therapy. Yeah. Well, it has been um, the reason we haven't been on for a couple of weeks is because of exams. That doesn't mean all the exams are marked. That just means it's been... No, or PowerPoint uh, feedback's feedback made. No, just yeah. 
That's happening real at life 9 p.m. tomorrow night. Anyway, and you know what? It doesn't have to be exam week. Everybody, I think, relates to real life getting in the way. So taking on a new aspect of the hobby feels really ambitious. And yet sometimes that's what the hope is, isn't it? That aspirational hope. Hey, mm-hmm. I'm going to become somebody who gets into RPGs, which given that it's usually just the two of us. Yeah, I mean, I've got... <laughs> It's not really. Yeah. I have 90% of the dungeon, earliest dungeon modules for first edition D&D and most of the books just over oh, there. And we've played through all of them, haven't we? Oh, wait. Never no, once. No, no. I mean, I, I, I used to play in 1981, you know, and so forth, but not, haven't brought them out in years i mean i like to look through them flip through them remember and i like to look at our dice that we put on our calyx shelves but we don't play no and um i think if anyone's honest i mean as much as i love first edition i think if anyone's honest we no one played by all the rules and um I'm such a stickler for rules these days. I don't know that I could. I'd have to know everything. Oh, we're not doing that right. Is the infravision going to work for such and such in this particular scenario? And can they see that? And And I know as a kid, you would DM for your sister and such. But do you feel like those modules were good for two players? Oh, yeah. But what you would do, you would have, um, you'd control several characters. You'd have a party. You know, Always you, a questionable mechanism, though. Yeah. It's not as bad, though, surprisingly, you hmm. know, when you're playing D&D. I mean, it's more fun when you're playing your own character, of course. But um, I've had a polite interest. I've never said, come on now, get those books down. Let's do this thing. But then a few years ago, um, yeah, because I teach creative writing, I saw something and I said, well, this would make a really good creative writing exercise. And it was the Love and Barbed Wire RPG. Yeah. Where you're writing letters back and forth with another person. It's So it's kind of a two-player RPG, and it turned into a great unit for my class. I sort of just stole the idea, and we made some stories where the kids were writing back and forth to each other, and the stories grew out of that. And that was great, but I haven't I haven't really kept... I mean, that, I mean we played it once. It was, we played it once. We had a good time. Yeah. And then I don't know how I saw it. I think I was just looking around one of the many crowdfunding sites, looking at, at games and whatnot, and I saw this beeline like a cat RPG which plays for one or two people and you become a cat from kittenhood you grow this character and you could be a pet cat you could be a feral cat and I was amused of course because I get despite loving say uh, George R.R. Martin or Robert Jordan and all these epic high fantasy series. I don't love it in board games or in gaming. I get really it's a bit tired. Overdone, isn't it? I spent years playing a mud, then years playing World of Warcraft. I don't care about mages or clerics or fighters or anymore, any of that yeah. anymore. It's, it's old hat. Yeah, it is, but. A cat. Elves, yeah. A cat who will go to ancient Egypt and fight against the gods. That's creative and interesting. Yeah, it looked it looked really cool. And um, throw in some cat-themed dice. Yeah. So then it turns out these people who made Be Like a Cat also made a game called Be Like a Crow. Why not get that as an add-on? You can play a raven protecting the Tower of London. You can be hmm. an Old West jackdaw. You can be a magpie, which of course is not an Australian magpie. No. Because that would be an OP character. It would. It would swoop you. Swoop and kill. But yeah. um, so. They don't really kill. And I didn't even go for all of the bits. They had like tote bags and pens and special things to go to your RPG group. Little I was minis. actually strangely yeah. real. Yeah, I didn't even get the, the mini cat or the mini crow who was, as it's described, very dapper. dapper yeah. Yes. And I thought uh, the crow one's more of a journaling one. And then, like I said, the cat one can be one to two players. But I was sensible about it. And we'll see. We'll see if this is part of who I am now. Maybe Maybe you'll have to open a rope RPG <laughs> geek account. A newbie stumbles about as a helpless kitten. 
So I think I'll start off talking about things we didn't decide to add to the collection this week. And for me, it was a sort of difficult week to decide what to talk about or difficult period <laughs> prior to a podcast because we don't do this by weeks as, as this the, last fortnight has shown. As the winds take us, um, which is foreshadowing, by yeah, the way. Yeah, it is. Um, I really didn't look at too much. There wasn't that much that interested me. I mean, and it was really only like yesterday that I saw Queen had a Escape family box come out and, and everyone likes Escape for some reason. I mean, it, it looks cool. It looks interesting. Um, I looked at it. It just looked... Looked like a queen game. The I didn't see what was so family You're still about a bit the mad, box. Maybe I am. The it still was thirty five euro to ship to Australia, and it was expensive. And I thought, you know, nah, nah. I've lived without escape for this long. I don't care how many people like it. Sorry, Queen. You're going to have to give us some sort of value for money in your pre order Kickstarter well, campaign, which it, I don't have a problem with. No, no, no. It, it'll be there when we want it. Yeah. Or you know, one day we'll wander into the local game shop and just be in the mood, like Bunny Kingdom. The day we just wandered into a good games, Cannington, was it? I don't remember, but... Yeah, I think so. It was Cannington, yeah. Yeah, and just was like, you know, let, let's take this home with yeah, us. Yeah, it sometimes been you get it that way. And, and it'll be cheaper because we won't have to pay for shipping. There you go. Um, But that's really all I wanted to say about um the ones I'd looked at. But there was a couple that you looked at and you sort of made the call, I, no. I thought I almost could be tempted some other timeline where I'm tempted. And those are raising robots and I don't know if we call it disrupt or dot disrupt. I I thought raising robots was interesting because it had simultaneous movement, some cute robots, yeah. nice amount of white space. Yeah, I like the art. And good accolades from sources I trust for both those games. Disrupt, you didn't really like the look of, which no. surprised me. I thought it was dark and largely serene, but it was a little cheesy with some of the rip-off names of companies that are meant to sound like Netflix yeah, or Facebook. Yeah, I think that's one of the things that turns me off the networks, which is mm. a game that so many people like, the sort of parody sort of of companies and so forth yeah i'm not i'm not a fan of those i don't know why and every time we play the networks we're like this game's all right and then i just don't it, remember it's right. as being all right yeah 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 it's all right yeah, it's yeah a, some, there's it, something about that i know rado really loves it it's one of his favorite games i believe and they came out with that two-player version but there's hmm. too many other games if it doesn't speak to us right away yeah so, I mean, I don't want to get rid of it. No, no, no. So so Disrupt, Once Upon a Time, but not this time. The Raising Robots tempted me a little bit longer because I do, like, we have simultaneous action. And I would swear, yeah, it's good, isn't it? speaking of Rado, I would swear he, there was a quote from him saying something that it was wingspan-like with engine building, but, the but you know, more simultaneous action. I went to look for that quote again, could not find it on the campaign. I thought, well, was it on the Disrupt one? Couldn't find it there. Maybe I'm blind. Maybe I was looking at something else. Maybe they removed it. Maybe this was all a fever dream but in any case neither spoke to me enough so no and, and looks like a couple of good games that we're not backing it's pretty much testament to the fact that we weren't really sort of excited by anything that well we weren't really sort of excited by anything recently that this is really all i have to say about them yeah that's it yeah let's move on as for what we did play well i think you should have start this story well, because you're afraid that the smugness is just going to ooze from you and cloud the rest of the uh, I, I was broadcast. Right. <laughs> As I'm flicking around my pages, it well, I can't say the name of our game because it's in French. And although apparently Duolingo has been serving me pretty well, I'll just go with the English. It's Tribes of the Wind, yes. which you ordered from France because, oh, it has your boy Vincent Dutre or Dutre doing 
the art and you just kept saying it just looks so cool. I really like the art on this and I really think it should be out here in our signature showcase faced forward so we can see it. And where is it? Is it? It's in the back room. Yeah. <laughs> the back room being the room that was specifically built as a board game library before most of our games had to go in our main living area because the board game library was full. Right. I don't know what we were thinking. No. Something Zoolander, board game library for ants, etc. So it's it's not ugly. I respect the artwork. It's not really my style. And then you did get it from France. So the rule book's in French. And yes, you can look at the rule book online, but there I am on the iPad. You know, some of those PDFs, they just reload, reload. You know how it yeah, is. It was and difficult. It's hard annoying, to move it? around. And you're... Just so, to be clear, the game is language into Dependent other than the rule book. It is. Yeah. So I watched a video, um, grappled with the English PDF a little bit and kind of got by with some of my knowledge of French, which I was very pleased about. Yeah. What I do like, okay, so I do like it. So that's where your smugness is coming from because it kind of sat on the table. I was like, oh, why are we getting this? We have so many games. I know you like the look of it. And if you're that excited and I didn't hate it, but just nothing spoke to I me. I think I should just clarify that every now and then there's a game that I will like the look of so much that I want to own. Um, At least once a month. Uh, yeah, probably. But I don't get them all. But every now and then there's a game. I just like it. It looks good and I want it. And it has a bit of buzz and I think, okay, I want it. And just to be clear, uh, the reason we got the French version is uh, the English version was being released by Hatchette. And there, it only just came out, I believe. And we had this months ago. So it's kind of ironic that we only just played it last week. You know. We could have <laughs> just held well out. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. you had the hype. Yeah, and, I did. And sometimes that's fun. Yeah. So, and, so you and, carry on with your response. So, so I, well, I think it was fun, actually, to learn it in French. So I do like it. Yep. You were right. You yep. can just bask in those words. It's How many times game. has this happened? It happened with Jurassic World, which ended up my, yeah. being my yeah. game of the year, which I didn't think Sorcerer we needed. Sorcerer City you enjoyed? I uh, did. The, um... Hmm. So it's three solid times that you've been a little bit, come on, and I've been, oh, yeah, well, I don't really have that strong of an opinion. Okay, so yes, you have largely good taste. Things that I like about Tribes of the Wind, three actions. That's really straightforward. Yep. And so what are you going to do? You're going to play a card, yep. count some colors, or you're going to spend some cards and get some stuff. Every once in a while, you'll build something. That's your third action. I think... Jumping ahead a bit, I think this could be a gateway game. Yeah, in the it's right not that hands. hard, is it? You just need a reasonable teacher. Just tell people you're going to be looking at the colors of the cards of you and your neighbors. And speaking of neighbors, I'm giving an award to best dummy player two-person ever in a game. Oh, it's fantastic, isn't it? It's great. So the river or the, the outlay of cards, that is my one neighbor. You are my other neighbor. And I'm taking this all into consideration and there's no moving piles around or having some fake person named, you know, Jonathan Reynolds. I just made that name up. Sorry to any real Jonathan Reynolds. You're not fake. And it had nice wooden bits. And I'm yeah. always there for nice wooden bits. Uh, just to jump in, I fought pretty hard for Ark Nova as well. And you weren't super keen on that. And, you um, did. Okay. And um, <laughs> uh, Hall of the Mountain King. I uh, know. No, I... no, no. I don't think you've sold me on Hall of the Mountain King. I don't think it's... I had you a good time. It, yeah. I, I did. We need it, to play it again. Mm, 
It was really good. We really respect, enjoyed it I with the like tri- the triangle pyramid thing going on. I I am an contrary to a lot of evidence. I'm an easygoing person, and I enjoyed it. But did it make my top ten for the year? It did not. No, but it's, so, that could have. So also I only want to hear from those stories where I was like, oh, let's not, and then I ended up, you know, flapping my arms about like a, some sort of giddy duck. Stop looking at all the shelves. There's more. I'll I'll be back with them at a later time. <laughs> Stay tuned for Mike's periodic segment. He was right. Yes. So I don't have many nitpicks, but you tell me. You tell me about what you like so much, other than being right. I just love the card play mechanism with the uh, whether you can play a card and how powerful your card play is going to be based upon your neighbours being the dummy player in this case, which is, I just love the way, as you said, the deck and your draw pile Mm. doubles as your dummy player. You don't even feel like you have a dummy player. You're just considering factors. You're looking at the board. It's almost like a machine is managing. So I really, I really like the, um, the, just the card play mechanism and the way you sort of have to manage your hand and you you look what you've got in there and you've got to decide, am I going to now try to play these particular cards and discard thus discarding them and meaning I can play that one that requires me to have none of this type or am I going to try to acquire more so I can play this card and not only that make it really powerful and sometimes you can even I love the way there's that option to build the temples which lets you sort of purge your hand of useless cards it's a, it's a mm. really really elegant design um, if you're not like me and you get super married to trying to make all of your cards work I don't know yeah. why um, I, I, I just I, I love the art you know I really Vincent Detroit is he's not always my favorite artist but he he makes really interesting use of the really warm color palette you know the the reds and the blues and the even I mean I know blue isn't really a warm color but it's kind of a warm blue that he uses maybe active is the word like uh, yeah, yeah, kinesthetic yeah. imagery and his yellows and reds and and I really enjoy his 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 art uh and but I just the I'm not even sure you know what but I mean it doesn't look like a million bucks on the table it looks good on mm, the table solid. and I am um, the card holders are nice yeah they are although they took us a while to work out we we're putting them in backwards and couldn't work out why they <laughs> it kept was the mini game over. though <laughs> um the only thing I would maybe change is to have maybe you know you know you know kitted out pollution tiles we actually have those uh, radio radioactive yeah, tiles in the stone my chest, but I'm not sure we have enough. Maybe there's probably only like 15 of them, and I don't oh. think that's going to be enough in the. Oh, I'm sure some Etsy seller somewhere has something, and then and the we water. Have water we've, yeah, yeah, certainly we've many. got water. But um, so, I yep. Well, did you notice anything about? Uh, tell me about the theme. How do you feel about the theme? Um, what is the theme? Can you articulate? The that? theme is that you're in a sort of post post apocalyptic world where you're coming back. You know, the, you're settling. You're coming down from wherever your capital is and clearing pollution, building new cities and temples, so and starting again. That's two now. First revive. revive yeah. Now this. You're on a bit of a streak with this subject matter. Yeah, I, I like that. It's also you know it's post apocalyptic, but it's not grim. Mm. You know, I. I I like these ones where you're sort of cleaning up and it's uh it's not oh let's stop global warming and so forth it's okay things have hit the fan and now we're sort of coming back it was a nice nice interesting take and i really like the fan on the front although you better make sure it doesn't kill any birds it's not, that's a joke um <laughs> if you have to fan, label turbine, it then. <laughs> rubber. um yeah so what were your misgivings about it that i fear you're going to share now um i i don't really have any i wrote and if you can see my notes it's surrounded by questions 
question marks. I might be ready for it to be a bit more complicated was my first thought. And then I thought, no, just get better at it. Yeah. Because I wanted maybe a greater sense of story. Yeah. And I think it doesn't really need that. It would feel art of it. There's so much variability with whether you take an objective card or you take the immediate reward. Yeah. Because that will change how you play. Yeah. Uh, Lots of little icons, things that I haven't even begun to touch, like the little uh, icon that lets you teleport more easily from one tile to another. That was great for me. Yeah. Yeah. So I think, like I said, I get really stuck into the cards and trying to make the cards work for me. But... Oh, and it's it's good the way you can keep those cards moving, so you often can make certain situations work, but you can't get too involved in that because you need to be getting tiles on your board, and you need to get temples on your board, and you need to get the pollution off of your board. And then, of course, there are bigger points to be had for me. So it's got all the nice point salad It's interesting stuff. in a point salad. It isn't really a point salad in some ways because you're kind of stuffed if you don't do all of it. You need to sort of work towards doing as much of it as you possibly right. can. Right, you have to get your toe in with everything. Yeah, I if think. you don't have your all your temples down, you're you're going to lose you know a few points. If you don't have all your villages down, you're going to lose some points. Uh, if you leave some pollution, you're in big trouble. And uh, there's a few a few other things there that mean you can't really stay away from anything, or you're you're going to be in trouble. But the the thing that really sells it to me, and you you said oh maybe you wanted it to start getting a bit more complicated. Well, no, I think it's good to have games of a variety mm. of sort of depth levels and complexity, and and it's it's medium. Well, see, I wrote nah here. Yeah, well, that's good, but. I think the thing I like about it is it just plays unlike any other game we own. It, it's really different. and The cards present a new mechanism. Yeah, I mean, sure, it's got card playing and it's anyway. got tile drafting and placement. But, you know, the way you've, you place your tile and then you have to send your little guys to them to settle the village, to flip it over, and sometimes right. it might add pollution depending on where you put it. It's just so different and refreshing. And then a bit of refreshing. And Yeah. It is. It's refreshing. And then you have your special player abilities. Yeah, which you add into... It's a bit of an engine builder too, isn't right, it? Right, except I, but you have to meet certain conditions before you unlock them, but then you choose which of two of the fourth to unlock but because you can't have all of them. And I decided to have a powerful blue card engine and then never played a blue card again. So. That's interesting, isn't it? Because you can build a, this sort of temporary engine. Like I had my green card engine going mm. before late in the game switching to a yellow card engine to, mm. to finish it off. And that worked really well and I won that game. We won the first one. And um, by a water tiebreaker. Water margin. Yeah. <laughs> um, but... I, I don't know what else to say other than I really enjoyed it. I, I, I re- who do you recommend it to? I said it could become in the right hands with the right teacher, a, almost a gateway game. Yeah, I said um, any any sort of person who's uh, comfortable with board games, uh, who has a bunch of sort of equally comfortable people to play it with. So you said gateway. I think it's a good game for people who are who are, who are real gamers who occasionally want a game you can just pull out and get on the table and it's, you know, five minute explanation and off you go. But with it still yeah. being quite thinky and quite quite a, you know, meaty game to sink your teeth but into. thinky in a fast way. So I don't think yeah. there was a lot of AP. Yeah, well, you'd yeah. be the one to know because I'd be lost in my AP world. How did you feel about that? I didn't feel like you were bad at all in this particular game. Certainly not in the second game. Maybe more so in the first, but not a big deal. And I will say the game state can change, which can upset people when planning. But 
if a cards come off of one area, it's probably gone on somewhere. I don't know. I don't know how it is at higher player counts. I knew that if you took a card that was, say, in the river, which counts as a neighbor in a two-player game, well, then it would be in your hand. And sometimes that would affect something enough to that you know I had to be a little bit flexible with my plans but I didn't feel like you could ever do anything that just really oh no you know I've been sitting here planning I'm gonna play this card I Did think the people no not at all I think the people who complain about Euro games being multiplayer solitaire in this case really can't complain because there's so much player interaction through the cards even though we True. have no direct impact on each other's actual boards we have a direct impact on on what the right. other person can play, albeit unknowing. And when I start you building those villages, and I'm thinking, oh, okay, yeah, <laughs> I've got to abandon cracking, my yeah. my devotion to temples because he's going to end this game soon. And devotion at temples, absolutely. Um, as to what what would you give it on Board Game Geek? I'm, you know, just at late. Okay, I did give it an eight point five. That's I did actually write in a number. Yeah, that's what I've written. And too. I've written eight plus because. Like I said in a previous episode, just doesn't make the eight plus zone. Well, then we can haggle over it's, the bits yeah. later. Anything Upon over replays, we'll see. Anything over eight is it's never leaving the collection. You know, I really like it, and yeah, I would give it an eight point five. It's a really strong game, and um, it's certainly going to be in a contender for my games of the year in a fairly crowded year. I think it's Once going to be again. yet again. Yeah, and here we are. Only it's in probably May. got something to do with the fact with how many games we're purchasing, but but we'll see. We've slowed down. So. Yeah, we actually have, <laughs> uh, but we've also become really discriminating, and we have slowed down but ask us again around Essen if we've slowed down because are you already keeping an I eye I think on we got 33 games last Essen so it can well we'll see we'll see how it there's goes there's a thread right now on Reddit and those are the ones we could find what are you find. waiting for and I was like okay no 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 I, I just want to know about the ones that are coming in the next six to eight weeks yeah not or, yeah. Oh, apparently Castles of Burgundy is shipping I'm looking forward to that and we've never played the actual Castles of Burgundy and they finally made a pretty enough one for us P- perhaps, shallow types to perhaps play perhaps we should um cut up some old cereal boxes and make uh, our own version of Castles of Burgundy up from the insides to sort of simulate the graphic design of the original version. <laughs> now, given that I have... Just so we can have that rite of passage. <laughs> ...to make games before, yeah. you know. So we'll appreciate it more. Yeah. yeah. Well, we do appreciate our games, so we've got that going for us for all of our shallow tendencies. We do, yeah. And speaking of appreciating games, should we set up... Mm-hmm. 